It's Tuesday, April 2nd, 2019. Mr. Bernhard, I'm not claiming that you are big oil's guy. The big oil lobbyists are making that claim. Former oil lobbyist set to be confirmed as Interior Department Chief by U.S. Senate. Federal judge blocks Trump administration expansion of offshore drilling in the Arctic. White House tries unprecedented maneuver to jumpstart Keystone XL pipeline. Plus, let's just start right now. Dispatching myths and nonsense at the first ever Green New Deal town hall. All of those myths and nonsense dispatched straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. These guys have been spilling so much oil in the ocean. Somewhere there's a polar bear being accused of blackface. All right? (laughs) Seems only fair. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, as usual these days, things are looking pretty grim, except there's some pretty darn good news coming out of a court in Alaska. (laughs) Yes. In Alaska, a federal judge has restored a ban on offshore drilling across large parts of the Arctic Ocean and deep sea canyons in the Atlantic Ocean that had been implemented by President Obama. The decision immediately reinstates those protections, which had been reversed by President Trump in a 2017 executive order. The judge said the executive order, quote, exceeded the president's authority and that federal law allows presidents to withdraw waters from use, but not to reopen them. Only Congress can do that. Exactly. That's what the law says, according to this judge. And if Congress wants to change it, they're welcome to do so. It is a major legal blow to the Trump administration's expansion of offshore drilling. It could also affect Trump's attempt to cut the boundaries of national monuments that have been created by previous presidents. Republican Alaska Senator Lisa Murkowski said the ruling, quote, could have catastrophic impacts for offshore development. Well, you know what? Offshore development could have catastrophic impact on Alaska. So, Maybe this is just fine. Trump also did an end run around the courts to jumpstart the controversial Keystone XL pipeline from Canada. In an unprecedented maneuver, Trump signed a new presidential memorandum authorizing the pipeline to cross the U.S.-Canadian border bypassing the normal permit process conducted by the State Department. The White House argues this new move emanates from Trump's sole authority as president and is therefore not subject to federal law. Environmental groups have pledged to sue, saying the maneuver sets a dangerous precedent in expanding presidential power over infrastructure. However, the Keystone XL pipeline is still mired in state court in Nebraska. You mean that thing hasn't been built yet? Donald Trump has announced that it's done about a dozen times. And we're back on that round again. I guess so. Meanwhile, Trump's nominee to head the Interior Department, former oil lobbyist David Bernhardt... Former? ...blocked the release of a years-long study conducted by scientists at the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service that found three pesticides are so toxic that they, quote, jeopardize the continued existence of more than 1,200 endangered species. That's according to internal documents obtained by the New York Times. Bernhardt previously lobbied against the Endangered Species Act on behalf of the oil and chemical industries, but in his confirmation hearing late last week, when Democratic senators asked him if he would re- Recuse himself from decisions concerning his former clients. This was Bernhardt's response. I'm basically handcuffed uh, and not in the game for the American people if I'm not 
if I, if I am recusing myself. So my view is get in and be on the American team and, and win for the American team. So basically he's saying, and he actually says in this hearing, how skilled he is, how wonderful he is, and how it just doesn't make sense to handcuff him and keep him from using those skills, even if he's going to use those skills for the big oil companies who he worked for for years. And Bernhardt is headed for easy confirmation in the Republican-controlled Senate. Naturally. Finally, some good news. MSNBC's All In with Chris Hayes devoted a full hour to the Green New Deal resolution proposed by freshman Democratic Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York and Senator Ed Markey of Massachusetts. The resolution is a framework for creating millions of jobs by fighting climate change. The town hall served to debunk some of the worst nonsense perpetuated by Republicans attempting to demonize the plan. Policy architect Rihanna Gunn-Wright explained the social justice component of the resolution. The Green New Deal ties together climate change and income inequality because the same types of investments that we're talking about in the Green New Deal to tackle climate change are the same investments we have needed to tackle income inequality from the very beginning. Ocasio-Cortez responded to those claiming that the Green New Deal would cost too much. She said, well, I'll tell you what, why don't we first start by guaranteeing the pensions for retired coal miners? Sounds like a good idea to me. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, Check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Can you hear the death knell toll for old King Cole? Can you hear the death knell toll? Oh